to the Leaving Weakness Podcast. Kids are soft. You like discipline. But I've got news for you. You're not gonna have your mommy's run behind you anymore and your little tushies. Oh no, it's time now to turn this mush into muscles. After I read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, it was kind of like a light bulb went off in my head because I finally understood the path to creating wealth and how I could actually achieve financial freedom. See, in that book, one of the main themes to creating wealth is investing in real estate. Now, you might not have an interest in real estate investing at all, but just hear me out because the real estate thing only plays a small role in the story that I'm going to tell you. You see, I was so excited about real estate after I read that book, that I was literally consumed with learning everything I could about real estate investing. I listened to every single Bigger Pockets podcast. I watched tons of do-it-yourself remodeling videos on YouTube. I got on every website I could to understand the financing behind real estate because I'd re- basically come to the understanding that if you understand the numbers behind real estate, that's a huge part of it. Um, and you can find a way to make it work as long as you understand the numbers. So what happened is I managed to save up about $11,000 to start investing in buy and hold rental properties. And by buy and hold, if you don't know what that means, that's where you basically buy it and you hold on to it. Uh, And in most cases, you hold on to it and rent it out and uh, use the rent money as income. My plan was to buy undervalued foreclosure properties and put several thousand dollars into rehabbing the property, then rent them out for monthly cash flow. After six months of holding the property, I would be able to do what is called a cash-out refinance with the bank to pull my money back out, then use that money to purchase the next property and continually repeat this cycle. This has been used by hundreds of thousands of people to build wealth. Now, the strategy that I'm telling you about, it's commonly known as the Burr strategy, B-R-R-R. <laughs> Buy it, repair it, rent it, and refinance it. Burr strategy. I did all the studying, got a real estate agent, got financing through a small local bank, and had everything I needed to get going. But I actually had a couple of family members that did everything in their fucking power to discourage me. They told me that real estate was risky and there were a million things that could go wrong with owning rental properties. Uh, one family member actually told me that it was nothing but a pipe dream and that I would want to sell the properties when I started getting phone calls in the middle of the night to fix someone's shitter. Uh, Another family member told me that uh, anyone who's willing to invest in real estate after the 2008 Lehman crash was a complete fucking idiot, and I was just going to regret everything that I had my heart set on. Now, I would love to sit here and tell you that I ignored those motherfuckers with my iron will and battled on, never missing a lick, but that wasn't necessarily the case. I'll be honest with you. 
and tell you that I let them get into my head a little bit and I started having second doubts about my goals of building wealth, creating financial freedom, and my dream of prospering myself and my family. I started letting myself contemplate that they might be right and maybe that my aspirations were nothing more than some sort of distant bullshit dream. All that negative energy circled above me like vultures waiting for a wounded animal to fucking die, man. I kept trying to educate myself and look for properties to buy, but those words, they wouldn't leave. They were like ghosts haunting a house, you know, just wouldn't get the fuck out. I eventually got past the things that they told me, and I persevered, and I did purchase some rental properties that created wealth and a lot of income for me and my family and was one of the very first things that got me set up to be an entrepreneur where I didn't have to go work for anybody else. The ironic part is that both those family members seemed very, very interested in what I was doing once they saw that I was starting to become really successful at it and there was some serious money being made. They would constantly ask me, what's going on with this property and what's going on with that foreclosure? I don't know if they were interested, if they were like truly interested because I had accomplished something that they told me I couldn't or if it was just their way of hoping that I would crash and burn like they told me that I would. Had I listened to them, I would have never found the success that I did. I wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast. I wouldn't have a website that makes money. I wouldn't own other businesses. I would be clocking in my former career that I left over a year ago being fucking miserable still if I still listened to them. I would have just been stuck down in that fucking mud where they were at. And I think that that's what people like that really want. If I could go back in time, I would have loved their discouraging conversations to go more like this. So, discouraging family member would say, you will regret doing this. You will fail. You can't make money in real estate. You won't be able to find quality tenants. Just invest in a 401k because that's a safe way to do things because what has always been done is what always works. And then me, in response to that, trying to create a better life for myself would say, how many successful real estate deals have you invested in, family member? And discouraging family member would say, well, none. And then my response would be, well, then maybe you should stay out of that fucking area of advice giving until you get some experience in real estate under your belt outside of sitting on your ass and watching your bullshit flipping shows on HGTV. Where I'm getting at with all this is people will try and bring you down because they didn't have the balls to try and make something better for themselves. When they see you trying to pull yourself up, they try to pull you back down on their fucking level. It makes them uncomfortable to see someone who has the courage to play the game long enough to keep making it up to the next level when they didn't. The naysayers already made up their minds a long time ago that they are not going to be anything. And they want you to be nothing too. So 
they don't have to live their miserable fucking lives by themselves. They want you to be miserable with them. And, you know, I've had this conversation with a few people that have come to me and said, you know, what should I do if I've got discouraging family members? And my advice is get them the fuck out of your life. And they'll say, well, they're family, though. Well, just because it's blood doesn't make it good. You know, they want you to give up on your dreams because they gave up on theirs a long time ago. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was scared to death when I first got into my first few real estate investing deals. And there were several times that I felt completely overwhelmed, wondering what the fuck I had gotten myself into and hoping that I didn't make some gigantic mistake. But I just kept pushing forward, and I never gave up. That's that's the key. You gotta keep moving forward, and don't give up. And that that's probably the most important part of this podcast, is that simple advice. Keep moving forward, don't give up. I don't care what anybody else says. That's the hardest part, is just... Not stopping, not giving up. If you just stay the course, you're going to find that success. Now, it's important for you to know that the people that you associate with have the biggest influence on you. So you need to choose those people wisely. One of the most sobering quotes that I've probably ever read um, was by a guy named Jim Ron. And he said this, You're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Now, what that means is that you are the average of the five people that you hang out with and talk with and associate with the most. Whether you know it or not, you will start absorbing both the positive as well as the negative traits of those people like a fucking sponge. This is because... Humans are products of their environments. I made a list of the five people that I spent the most time with, what they did for a living, their goals and their accomplishments, how successful in life they were, and I listed the positive and the negative traits that they possessed as people. I realized that these people hadn't done much of anything with their lives, and I did not want to be anything like those motherfuckers at all. And I i know this is brutal, and it's honest, but it's the truth. And that's one of those things that you might have to do if you really want to be successful and you really want to chase your dreams. You might have to cut some of these people out of your life because they're stealing your dreams. They don't want you to achieve your dreams because they didn't want to achieve theirs bad enough to pursue it. So they're going to steal your dreams and bring you down. I mean, you wouldn't let a fucking thief or a criminal into your home to steal your shit that you bought and you worked your ass off for. So why are you going to let your family members do that? They're trying to steal your dreams. Don't let them. You (laughs) let this sink in. You have to either change the people or you have to change the people. Think about that for a minute. 
Now, I had no intentions of trying to make the people around me change, but because I was I was obligated to be around them. I didn't have the ability to go meet up with anyone that was that qualified as like a super successful businessman or wealthy entrepreneurs. What to do whenever you're in that situation, though? That's the question. When you're surrounded by fucking losers who have no desire to do anything with themselves or better their lives, here's what you do. I'm sure that like you, most of the people that I associated with are simple-minded and they don't really want to do anything to better their situation. Now, I recognized this early on and I realized that I had to do something about it or the negativity of these folks surrounding me would eventually prevail because it was a constant influence. Simply put, I had to force myself to keep constantly consuming positive influences. So what I did was I began listening to all the audio CDs or, um, you know, Kindle audio books, whatever you want to call it. Um, all the podcasts that I could find and get obtain about achieving goals and aiming for success. I just constantly had that playing instead of music. You know, that's what I had going on in the background. Whatever I had my heart set on, I would try and seek out videos about that particular thing and educate myself. I wasn't scrolling on fucking Facebook or playing around looking at ass on Instagram. Most of that shit, all those platforms, they're they're pretty well littered with negativity and useless drama anyways. So instead, I was constantly reading blogs by people who achieved great things and motivational articles on the internet. And I encourage you all to implore that mindset as well. Because, like, if I was driving, I wasn't listening to the radio. I'd be listening, like, to the Grant Cardone book. was the one that I used to listen to all the time. The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, and I would just listen to that over and over and over. So, instead of pumping death metal on my way to work, I had Rich Dad Poor Dad on audiobook. If I was working out, I was listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast. Instead of reading magazines while I took a shit, I was reading articles on boldenddetermined.com. I did everything I could to keep positive, like-minded people in my ear, and I just pretended that they were my friends. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but listen... Whenever you're in a dire situation and there's negativity all around you, you'll do whatever it takes if you really want it that bad, man. And it's hard. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy. But if it was easy, everybody would be fucking successful. And most people aren't. But all that, as unusual as that sounds, you know, Pretending that these people, I was close to these people that were super successful and listening to what they were saying and taking notes. Their teachings and their influence rubbed off on me. 
and I started to adopt that positive mindset and I learned from their experiences and I started utilizing the, the deals that they talked about and the techniques that they had. I started utilizing that in the beginning of my businesses and it was working. You don't need anybody else's fucking permission to achieve greatness in your life. Life is just too damn short to not make something out of yourself or at least put in a damn solid effort to get there. You got to ignore the naysayers and never, ever stop moving forward to make those dreams a reality, guys. Until next time, folks.